You're listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with your dating coach, Trip from TripAdvice.com. Do you struggle with getting girls to like you? You'll learn step-by-step how to talk to girls to create deep connections, whether it be for <laughs> one night of wild fun, a one-week fling. Are you currently involved in a sexual relationship? Or for a lifelong partner. Full of long-lasting pleasure. Here's your host, Trip. Hey, welcome to the How to Talk to Girls podcast. This is your host, Trip from TripAdvice.com. In today's episode, sponsored by Spartagen XT, your all-natural supplement to help you boost your sex drive, boost your libido, help you with erections, and help up your testosterone. This all-natural supplement filled with herbs and filled with vitamins will help you become a rock star in the bedroom. So if you think you have a low testosterone, if you know you have low testosterone, if you have trouble getting it up in the bedroom, or maybe you get nervous when you're with women in the bedroom, then check out this all-natural supplement at SpartanLibido.com. Again, that's SpartanLibido.com. Now, today's episode is an interview with an amazing guest. Her name is Sarah Jones, and she is the founder of IntrovertedAlpha.com, which you should check out after this podcast episode, IntrovertedAlpha.com, and I'll put that in the show notes. And so she is a dating coach for men, and we do a very similar thing. She teaches guys how to be more confident and how to attract women, but she's got such a cool perspective. She really kind of speaks in a different way and frames things in a different way. And I I remember saying that to her on the podcast, which you're going to hear in just a minute on the interview. And I just really enjoyed her perspective. And she's just very smart. I mean, go check out her website. She's got a lot of smart things to say. And she works with a lot of clients that get results, which I truly love. So after this episode, go ahead and check out introvertedalpha.com. But more importantly, Right now, in this moment, listen to the interview so you can get to know her and learn more about how to kind of work with your personality in such a way that's going to be more attractive to women. And here's the best part about it is that you don't have to change anything about yourself. It's really about finding what it is about you that's going to make you more attractive. And Sarah is going to teach you exactly how to do that. There's a step-by-step process. So that's coming up right now. And don't forget... If you haven't reviewed the podcast, please do so. I want to hear from you. Go to iTunes, go to Stitcher, leave a review, and you can call into the podcast for answers. That's right. Call into the hotline, 323-432-0025. I want to hear from you. So call in, leave a voicemail, tell me your issues. We'll answer it here in the podcast. That's not going to be on today's episode. Today's episode, much different, doing an interview. So here is Sarah Jones with introvertedalpha.com teaching you about how to become your best self, your most confident, and have an attractive personality. Hey, Sarah. Welcome. Glad to have you here. So glad to be here, Trip. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, absolutely. So you and I do very similar things here. Do you work with women, by the way? I know that you work with men, but is it is it only men that you work with? It's really only men. Yeah. Interesting. How did you decide to work with only men? Yeah, it's a really good question. Um, so when I was starting this whole coaching thing, like even, you know, before I really had a niche, I was just like, I just want to coach people. I just want to help people, you know, and I kind of always figured I would help women because I am a woman and usually people help their own gender. I mean, that's just kind of more normal. Um, but then I got into different possibilities for a niche as well as just 
the own experience I was having um, through coaching school, like what I learned, my own dating life took off in my mid-20s for the first time in my life. Like I, it had never, there never really been much action. <laughs> and all of a sudden it was going so amazing. I was like, I have to teach other women how to make this happen. This is incredible. Like women always complain, like where are all the good men and like what, you know, all this stuff. And I was just having this great experience. So I started, um, coaching women. And then I was in a sales training where, um, I was practicing with a man. So I was practicing walking through a sales sequence with a man. And then it kind of turned into some coaching, like every conversation I had back then when I got out of coaching school was, it was like always turned into coaching. And he's like, you know, this is a really good dynamic. Like me being a man and you're a woman, like this just feels like you're really good at this. And it just feels like I can really see you coaching men. And I thought about my days in tutoring. I was a math and English tutor for uh, guys and girls of all ages, like tiny to adults. And I always, I reflected on how I really got along with the men really well. It was a really good dynamic. So that word from him was kind of all I needed to just put my stake in the ground over there. And I kind of had to learn like, what was it like for men in dating? Like what kind of questions did they have? So I had some experience before I started my business on just, you know, dating coaching for men. And I just kind of learned as I went, I just had my coaching toolkit, you know, just like general coaching stuff. And then over the years, I've been able to have a more specialized knowledge about like what it's like for men and how, like what gets results for men, um, you know, as opposed to like my own personal experience as a woman dating. Right. So what do you think gets results for guys? Yeah, well, the number one thing um, that I like go back to again and again and that I found is really effective mm -hmm. is when they can really feel like a natural with women just by being themselves. So they don't have to be somebody that they're not. They see what's great about them already, which so many guys are so blind to before they really like put their attention there in the right way. And when they notice what's great about them, then it's like, oh, well, of course it makes sense for me to talk to a beautiful woman because I'm a really cool guy and I'm attractive too. And then that sets off an awesome cascade of events, <laughs> that, that mindset shift. Right. I mean, it's really a lot of this is focusing on the inner stuff, so to speak. I mean, that's where it all begins. You know, that's where you can make such just big changes, you know, if you can make changes to how you think about yourself and how you, and your perspective, really, that's probably more than half the battle. What do you think? I completely agree. Yeah. It's just like those micro shifts inside yourself. And it, it's also so much more of a gentle way compared to like, like a, entirely opposite approach from what I take is the approach of like, just do it, just make yourself go out there right now, cold turkey, just get your ass out there and talk to a bunch of girls like, and then you'll figure it out as you go. My approach that I just prefer, because it's more pleasant, like mm -hmm. I found that gentle and pleasant is the most effective, which is great news because gentle and pleasant feels great. So my approach is like, well, when you start on the inside, you make some shifts then you get positive reinforcement from other people without you ever even having to take a risk. And then you get the positive reinforcement. It just helps you more. And then you're more comfortable taking risks and you never like have to make yourself do something. So what would be an example of this? 
Yeah. So for example, um, like if I've had a client who we talk about um, what his deepest values are and what his most attractive qualities are, that's where I start. So um, like deepest values, you know, there's like just lists online about all the values and I just have them go through, circle the ones that are most resonant with them and then narrow it down to five that they feel like they look at these values and it really encapsulates them, you know, so like playfulness, determination, you know, um, like love or uh, adventure, whatever. And then Um, We also look at their five most attractive qualities. So these are just like compliments that they get often, you know, anybody can do it this way. You basically just think of what compliments do you get and what do you know about yourself um, just intrinsically and what do people say, even if you've dismissed it sometimes because you thought, oh, no, that's not true. If everybody says it, it probably is true. (laughs) So like about your looks, what are one or two things about your looks, one or two things about how you feel to other people, so like how you relate to people. And then one or two things about just yourself, like your talents, your perspective, something unique about you. And so those combined are like your most attractive qualities. So what happens is when I go through these with a client and we talk about each of these facets, like what each what each value means to him specifically, it's so beautiful to hear that. Everybody has a different definition of each value that's important to them. I've never heard anywhere near the same definition of you know, like love or adventure, for example, ever. It's always different. So like I point that out or reinforce how unique they are. And then same thing with their qualities. What do they enjoy about being so awesome? Which is a fun question and frame of like, what do you enjoy about having a nice ass? I love when they choose that quality. So it's like, oh God, you know, a little bit like embarrassing or something, but they're like, you know, it just, they, they feel good. So it, I help get them in touch with that. And then what happens is we focus on drawing out a certain value that they um, that they haven't been as in touch with. Usually it's around the lines of playfulness. So like if anybody listening, if you if you find like your deepest values from like a list, you just narrow it down to five. Um, you know, notice like that one that you may not have been as in touch with. Often it's along the lines of playfulness. So I just tell them to look for different opportunities throughout their day at work or like with friends or wherever, or even like with strangers, whatever, where they can just bring out a little more of their playfulness, just as like a little thing in the back of their mind that they have as an intention every day. Well, what happens is um, by focusing on their qualities and their values and by just gently bringing out a little bit more playfulness, they get compliments So it starts with colleagues and like their closest friends. So people who see them all the time, they notice first because it's like, oh my God, you're different. And they'll tell them, they'll say, you just seem so relaxed lately. You just seem super confident lately. You seem super playful. They'll often use the same word that they've been intending, you know? I like this. Yeah, this is great. Keep going. Yeah. And so then they're like, oh my God, it's working. And like, they didn't even take any risk. All they did was like, just bring out a little bit more playfulness for fun. And they weren't making like this big announcement. They weren't like approaching a woman. Like they were just at work being a little more playful than usual. So then friends and colleagues notice, and I tell them in advance that it's going to happen. So they are like excited and then they, it happens. So friends and colleagues, and then, um, you know, not as close friends and family. So people that still know them, but don't see them as often, then they notice. And then strangers will notice. So they'll know that like when they go into a store, they'll notice that the staff at the store treats them a little bit differently. They like, 
they kind of like what they see is that people look at them with like more bright eyes and more interest and they like kind of hope to get some engagement from this, from like my client, you know, like they're just more respect that my client carries. So he'll notice strangers doing that. And then women, you know, women follow. So then now women are more interested, but women are usually the last one. So if they're looking for women's interest first, before they see anybody else's, then they're going to be like disappointed and they're not going to notice all the positive reinforcement that they're getting. But if they know that it occurs in these stages, close friends and colleagues, then, you know, normal friends and family, and then strangers and acquaintances, and then women, then they can like track their progress through. Right. And you know, it sounds like to me, it sounds like you're working with guys and you're digging really deep to find some cool stuff about them that they already have. And you're just shifting all that stuff to the surface. So in turn, it kind of makes these guys more interesting have more of a personality probably more sociable am i getting that right i mean that's how i'm I'm interpreting it you're that's a hundred percent how it is yeah and it's like such a joy because they're already like that like one of my uh uh students um is <laughs> really great at baking. He loves baking desserts, like really extravagant desserts. Like he, he sent me a picture of one. It's like this crazy cake. It's like chocolate and it has different layers. There's like a buttercream layer and who even knows what. And he brings it to work for fun. And so people love it. And so he gets like all this attention for these things. And like women like especially love it and they like make special requests. And it's just like a fun way for him to be social and give something super cool. And this was already something that he loved, but like maybe he was too shy to bring it before, or maybe he just didn't think about how people would enjoy that. So it's like often when they see these things that are fun and great about them, then they are like, oh, also other people like that kind of thing. And they start to see like how it directly carries over into how other people experience them. And that if that that if they are more forthright with that quality of theirs, it's actually really generous. It's not like arrogant, it's generous. Right. I like this. I want some more examples because I feel like there's some guys who are listening who will understand this even better, maybe learn a little bit about themselves. So we used playfulness and then we used this guy's, you said he, he's a really good baker, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So that would be like under, I'd put that under skills. Yeah. Right. Like what else? Like what other values? um, Because there's so many. What are other values that you found in, in these guys that they, I guess the values that they value and sell them, they value in themselves the most that they bring to the surface. Like what are some other ones? Oh yeah. Great question. So fun to think about and talk about too. Um, So one is chillness or like relaxation or flow. Um, All those three kind of go together. So a lot of times guys who really value chillness or flow or peacefulness kind of feel like they might be boring So those two things often go hand in hand where they're like, oh, like I'm not that exciting. But then I show them that actually it's extremely exciting and attractive to be super chill. Like it doesn't it feel nice to be around people who just are so easy to be with um, and they're just so chill and easy? That's really great. And so then when they focus on like, oh, look, I can be chill. I don't have to make myself always have something to say like, 
make myself try to be like this super social, like always outgoing. And then when they are not pressuring themselves and they are more naturally social because they get to relate in this chill way. So that's, that's like a huge breakthrough I see often is like reframing, oh, I'm boring. And to actually know you're super chill and you feel great to be around and you don't have to be like the total life of the party, loudest guy in the room to be really attractive to people. Right. I like that. Cool. Let's do another one. What else? Yeah. Um, so another one um, is guys that are, are uh, that love to learn and are curious. Mm. So cu- curiosity is a big one. And so they didn't, they haven't thought of it before that like they can use that in conversation with people. So this is, I love it when guys have this value because then it makes conversation so easy and they don't have to try like so hard. So if they would talk to a woman before they realized that they were so curious and that they love to learn, um, they would struggle to like find what to say or talk about. They'd be trying to talk about the right thing or like try to figure out what she's interested in, but like not really have a concrete base to go off of and just still feeling like they're not that comfortable. But then once they realize that they're naturally curious, then all they have to do is channel their natural curiosity into the conversation. So for example, um, the next time they have a conversation, once they realize that they're naturally curious people, she'll say something, she'll be talking about something and one, something that she says will pique his interest. He'll want to know more about that, either because he's personally interested in it or because she especially lit up when she's talked about it. And so he'll naturally want to ask about that. And then when we talk about how, like, great, you sh- that's a great thing to ask. Like, it's great to be curious about other people. It kind of, like, gives them permission to be able to use that quality that they already have to be a really engaging conversationalist. Wow. That's great. I like that. It's like you're giving these guys permission to be themselves. Totally. Totally. And that's the most attractive quality of all is where, you know, so everything, everything, all of my philosophies, like in life and my business comes down to enjoy the hell out of being you. That's like the quote that summarizes everything for me. I if like you that. enjoy the hell out of being you, you are an attractive person. I mean, there you are super attractive. And it's like everything just comes to the surface. Just like I loved how you worded it earlier, like digging out these qualities about them and bringing it to the surface. That's exactly what it is. I hadn't thought of it like with that visual before. I really love that. So when you bring it to the surface, it's like more top of mind. So then all the things that are great about you are the first things that you think of when you think about yourself which is way different than many people operate where the first thing they think about themselves are like shitty things or things that they don't feel that great about. Well, when you have top of mind things you feel great about about yourself, then that's how you perceive yourself. That's how you relate to yourself in your day-to-day. And then because of that, that's how other people relate to you. And then it just like is an upward spiral. Yeah, and then I think when you... Uh, I love that quote. You said, enjoy the hell out of being you. Yeah. And when you do that, people want to join that party. Like you've created a party of one (laughs) and it is a party of one. And when girls see that, they're like, whoa, wait a minute. I want to be part of that. Like I like that energy. I like his lifestyle. I like his just overall demeanor. And people will want to be part of that. Not just girls too, but even making friends or even at work like this is this is really hardcore stuff to kind of 
be a magnet to people, you know, really attract them into who you are. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, and I know you know this, Sarah, you seem like a very optimistic, positive, fun-loving person. You know, people who are the opposite of that, we don't want to be around people like that, you know. Some people do, I think, maybe if they're if they're like that, like attracts like in that sense, and, you know, you might feel better being with someone. But that doesn't pertain to guys listening anyways because you don't want to attract that kind of person, right? Exactly. So you'll attract that really uh, – you'll, you'll be – it's almost like you're putting on your own little filter by, yeah. by by accentuating all of these values that you're describing here. That's exactly right. It is like that. And so when you're enjoying the hell out of being you and you know what's great about you and you're showcasing that in a generous way, then you really don't have to worry about anything. You're just engaged and you just become more and more um, – savvy and more and more confident and more and more refined in who you are as you go through life. It's natural. And then you don't have to worry about people that you wouldn't even like anyway. So it just like makes me just, 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 I just have to like, um, (laughs) like bang my head against the wall when guys are like, okay, how do I get a really cold, mean woman to like me? I mean, that's not like their exact words, but that's like kind of what they're saying if they're like, oh yeah, okay, if I, yeah, okay. I'm like, why do you give a shit if she likes you or not? Do you want to spend one day with her, like an afternoon, an hour, a few minutes? No, you don't want to because she's not, that's not the vibe you want. Like you want a warm and loving and positive and, you know, person like that, those, those qualities, every single guy I've ever talked to wants a woman like that. So if she's not like that, then you don't really, it's neither here nor there what she thinks about you. And in fact, if she doesn't like you, that's even better because then she won't be in your sphere. So that's great because then you just get to like purify your sphere. So the only people that you hang out with and really enjoy you and, you know, like vice versa. And then you just you, that's like a really happy life because you're not, then there's no more like trying, you're just enjoying. And then by act of enjoying, like, cause people can really perceive, especially, you know, with women having like all of these, you know, perception triggers and all these intuitive things about other people. I mean, men have that too, but I don't know like all the science of it, but you know, women having like in the stone ages or whatever to like being super social. It's like the men are going out hunting and the women are like always around people and just the wiring that has happened. Men get nervous like, oh my God, she can read right through me or like what if she can see that I'm nervous or what if she can see that like I'm trying to bullshit right now? <laughs> well like she if she's perceptive, she can. So that's not the way. But then like if you're enjoying yourself, then she can absolutely perceive that. So then it's like there's nothing that there like that there's nothing like that they're not comfortable being perceived about them because it's okay if they're not perfect. It's even endearing if they're nervous because you know as long as they're engaging, even if they're a little bit nervous, like they're still bold enough to engage, you know, by talking, starting a conversation or having conversation or touching like often like especially warm and loving women like can appreciate and even feel excited by, oh, look, he's like a little bit nervous. Like, you know, I, I think he likes me. It's, it's not like this awful thing if they're a little bit nervous. Right. Absolutely. You know, it's funny going back to what you were saying earlier, you know, men are, you know, some men are like, yeah, how do you attract that really bitchy mean girl? 
I think that the real question, or not the real question, but I think that a lot of guys associate, you know, like attractive women as mean mm-hmm. girls. They assume like a girl who is attractive is mean. You know? Very interesting, yeah. And they're probably trying to break through that barrier because maybe that's what they've noticed because maybe they've gotten rejected so many times. So they're like, oh, okay. You know, they don't, <laughs> it's funny because they're thinking like, Oh, it's not that I screwed up. It's that she's mean. Okay, well, how do I attract a mean girl? Right. You know, it's it's really funny that they're thinking on that level. Right, exactly. Right, because there's – yeah, so that's a whole other interesting point is like how do you distinguish between – and how do you have the self-awareness to know and, and the awareness of other people to distinguish between a woman who just has like kind of a bitchy disposition, like she's just – that's just kind of how she is and that's the people that she attracts and is attracted to and whatever versus like if she's either um, just having like a bad day because you can t- – if you look at a person and your your perceptive, maybe we can talk about it if, if you think it would be helpful, like how to tell the difference. Or if they – or if you did something that was off-putting. So these are all – these are three different sets of clues to pick up on, you know. So I don't know if you think that would be helpful, but we can yeah, talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's talk about it. What do you think? So okay. what, Yeah, what, what do you think guys can do in these different situations? Yeah, so I, I think um, – a good way to tell, like, cause you, so you just want to assess which one is it? You know, if you see a woman that seems cold or like if a woman's cold to you, it's really helpful to know which one is it because then you can calibrate accordingly, you know? Um, so if she is just kind of like mean by disposition, you can tell because she, like, even when she's not interacting with you, she just, um, she doesn't seem happy. So her expression is unhappy and she seems kind of closed off and like just, yeah, closed and unhappy Um, and perhaps like very, very like thinking of herself too. So like sometimes you can tell like somebody might be looking at somebody, but where their eyes really are is like inside they're thinking about how they look and like thinking about like themselves. And you can kind of, you can kind of intuit that. And I think that's just somebody that's might not be like warm and open And then the second thing is like maybe she's just having like a bad day. And in that case, she just seems – she actually seems stressed. So, you know, she's like not happy but she – but there's like – it's not like calm. I think the first one is like more calm. And I think the second one is like frazzled or stressed. So that's like she's in – she's in a stressful environment that's Mm -hmm. not like she's mean. And then the third one, if she does – if she is not reacting well to you – a good sign is she was happy before, and then when you talk to her, she's not happy. So that would be a good sign. Um, she looked okay before, but then she was kind of cold to you. Or she's like retreating and drawing back from you. Like she's making distance between yourself and her, but she doesn't necessarily seem like calm and cold. She just seems like off-put, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think it, it takes some confidence to even like assess this because it, because maybe the answer is that she was off put by you. And so it's important to just be like, okay, well, let me see if that was the case, because if it is, there's something I can do about it. It's not like this eternal damnation, like, oh my God, no women like me. It's like, no, there's something you're doing and you can do something different to not get that reaction. Right. And I always say it's kind of awesome just because there's so many opportunities and there's so many women out there that it's kind of like your testing ground. You know, life is like your <laughs> testing ground. You can just test out all kinds of different 
things if you don't know what you're doing wrong and and you can talk and approach so many different girls and you're, you're you'll never obviously be able to approach them all and, yeah. and that's kind of in our favor and that's in everyone's favor girls and guys you know there's just a lot of people to meet i mean hopefully you know it depends what kind of city you're in but generally these days you know it's just a lot easier with the online dating and apps and all that stuff but but yeah no this is this is great information i like this and let me ask you we were talking earlier before we were talking about um you know when you're talking to women how can you kind of do it as if you already know her so can we talk about that a little bit or or i don't know if you already hit that but how to talk to a girl as if you already know her that seemed like something that you have a specialty in. I want to know more about what that means and how guys can do that. Yeah, definitely. I love to. So another, another frame that I have, um, uh, in addition to enjoy the hell out of being you is that the, the biggest cause of lack of connection is the assumption of disconnection. So if you go in assuming that you're disconnected from her, then that's, it's going to become kind of like a self-fulfilling prophecy, you know, because, how can somebody feel warm and connected to somebody that doesn't even feel connected to them? Like, you you know, it's like asking a lot of her, you know? Right. Like um, I would think something like that would be, oh, she's out of my league. Like that'd be one example. Exactly. Exactly. So that kind of goes into like what to do about it, which is all the work that you did on your values and your attractive qualities. Like we just talked about finding those five values, finding those, what are those five compliments that you get most often? And I, I, I would encourage everybody listening to just to do that. Um, and you can also go to my site. Uh, if you sign up for my list, I have a list of those values and the whole exercise um, that you'll get when you sign up, but you can also just, you know, do it based on the, on, on what I've already shared. Um, so anyway, you find what your deepest values and your most attractive qualities are. And when you meditate on those and you're like, oh, what is, what do these mean to me? And then, you know, your qualities, what's fun about being like this, then that leads you towards enjoying the hell out of being you. And then you see like, what is fun about being you? You know, like what's fun about being Trip? you know, what's fun about being Sarah? There's things that are fun about being me. And then you have other things that are fun about being you and everybody has that. And when you focus on that, then that helps you start to establish some common ground, right? So like when you um, talk to a woman trip who you find attractive, so you're talking with her, you're intrigued by her because something about her is intriguing to you. Like, you know, she um, is appealing to you physically. She's, there's something about her vibe that you like and it is attractive to you. Mm -hmm. Well, you're also attractive, right? Um, like you're attractive in, in your own way. You know, as long as you take care of yourself and yet you know what's great about you, then it makes logical sense for you to talk to an attractive woman because you are also attractive and attractive people talk to each other and it's like normal. So does that make sense? It's like a way to establish that feeling of common ground of like, yeah, she's, she seems great but I'm also great. Um, and so it makes sense. So like one, one thing that I, that I like to teach is like a lot of guys go into a situation, they see an attractive woman and they, this is what they say. They say, I know that she is attractive and I really don't know if I am slash, I don't think I am. So like, this is already like already the power balance is off. 
because she is 100% certainly attractive and I probably not. And that is a really rocky place to get started from and it doesn't usually go well. What I like to do instead is this. She seems to be attractive. She seems to be. Reason I say seem is because I haven't even talked to her. I don't know her. Even if I have talked to her once, I still don't know her. She might not be attractive. I haven't even gotten like a close enough look of her. I haven't seen her. Like I haven't been around. You kind of have to be around somebody for a little while to really see if they actually seem attractive to you. It's hard to tell for sure just based on that first second. So she seems attractive. It's more true than she's definitely attractive. And then I know for a fact that I'm attractive because I know what my values are and my most attractive qualities are. And so, you know, and I've also gotten all this positive reinforcement from my colleagues and my friends and family and strangers and women. So like, I know I'm attractive. That's, that's not even a question. I know myself, I know I'm attractive. So that's done. And, and she seems attractive. So let me go over and talk to her and like, see what happens. See if I, if I continue to think that she's attractive for one, like, I'm not sure. So let me go find out. And let me see if she finds me attractive. Like, I, I know that whether she finds me attractive or not, I know that I am because I get other positive reinforcement from other people. And like, I just know that because of my values and my qualities. But let me just see if it's a match. Let me see if this can go somewhere, if it feels like a good match to both of us. Yeah. And it's also like kind of turning the table a little bit. It's like, okay, I know I'm attractive. I think she's attractive. Let, <laughs> let me go find out. And you know what? She's going to have to do a little bit of proving herself. You know, if she can't show that she is, well, then, you know, it's not going to work out. Instead of going over there and saying like, okay, I I think I'm attractive. I think I'm a good guy. Oh, man, I got to do all these things to make sure that she knows that I am. I got to prove it to her. You know, it's like, right. like that's not a great way to to start something like that, like you were saying. Oh my God, a hundred percent. And this is where it goes back to enjoying being you. Cause when you're enjoying being you, you are attractive. So like whether it's a match with this person or not, um, in terms of how attractive you feel that she is and how attractive she feels that you are like to her, you know, you enjoying being you is the most attractive thing you can do much more attractive than like trying to slip in some impressive fact or try to like say some kind of a specific line. If you're enjoying being you, you're going to be great. It's like a great starting point. Not to say that there are not helpful things you can say to start a conversation. Maybe we should talk about that too, like what to say or how to actually talk to her. Um, But when you're enjoying being you, you're, you're good. Like you're attractive. There's nothing that you have to try to prove you being comfortable in your own skin is the proof. Like you're already doing it. You don't have to do something else. And then same for her. She can try all she wants, but you're, what you're going to see is her true colors. If you're perceptive, you're going to see whether she's appealing to you. And one thing I really like to say about this is like, you're not, if she's not appealing to you, it's not like a judgment about her because if, if, if guys feel like they have to judge the women, then that just makes them feel like, oh, well, what if I'm being judged? It just gets into that whole judgy, uncomfortable conversation. Mm-hmm. So I like to talk about it um, in terms of like ice cream flavors. <laughs> so if you go to get ice cream and you choose the mint chocolate chip, it doesn't mean that like you hate the chocolate or even like if you don't like chocolate, it doesn't mean that you think that chocolate is awful and that nobody should like chocolate. It just might not be your flavor. So that's how I, I like for guys to think about it. If they're talking to her, you know, she she seems attractive to me. Like she she seems like my flavor. 
but I'm going to have to go find out and see if she really is my flavor or not. And then if she's not, it's just like, she's not my flavor compared to she's not attractive, which feels so uncomfortable to say about somebody. No, she's just not my flavor. And that that's enough. Right. I like that. I like the way that you're, I really like the way that you think you have a very interesting perspective on all this. And I think hearing it from your perspective, you know, kind of helps think about this stuff in a different way, which then in turn can just make things hopefully a little bit easier for the guys who are listening, you know, just using different words, framing things in a different way. So I really like the stuff that you've been saying here. This makes a lot of sense. I, um, I fully agree with a lot of the stuff that you're teaching here. And I'm sure that guys who have worked with you have gotten tremendous, tremendous results so I want I want the guys who are listening now to know that it is possible to yeah. work with you on this stuff. So Sarah, where can they find you? How can they get a hold of you? So you can start working with guys on everything we've been talking about and I'm sure tons more. Yeah, for sure. So if you go um, uh, to my site, if you just go to introvertedalpha.com, then you can sign up for my newsletter list. That's the number one most important thing to do because that's how you're going to find out about everything. You're going to get the ebook that talks about the values and the, the, the qualities. You're going to get just like a whole email adventure. I just kind of created this. I used to have several different free gifts and now I've woven it all together. It's like months long of really awesome trainings. And then that's how you're going to get to know about the different programs that I have. Um, And, you know, you can just find your way through and we're like super um, receptive and available to work with you to find like what option fits you best. So some guys just get a ton out of my free stuff and that's just where they hang out. Other guys, um, you know, join different programs that we have. And so once you join the list, you're going to learn all about all that stuff. And we really look forward to meeting you and having you on. That is awesome. So guys, you heard it here. If you want to learn more about Sarah Jones, go to introvertedalpha.com. Sign up to her newsletter to get more information. And uh, I, I like that we really, I feel like we focused hardcore on, on kind of one aspect here. So hopefully we can have you on again and talk even more because I really liked the depth that we went into on this kind of focused topic. So would you come on again and talk more to help some of the guys oh my who God. listen? A hundred percent. I'd love to. I really enjoyed this. I knew that I would, Trip. I love your your angle and the way that you teach. And I knew that when I found you, I really wanted to talk with you. So I loved it. It just flew by and I'd love to be on again. Fantastic, Sarah. Thank you so much. And don't forget to check her out at introvertedalpha.com. Thanks. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and write a review. Over 18 and want a question answered on the podcast? Email all your questions to Trip at tripadvice.com.